Well, everyone, hello, hello. Welcome to Well, I Think You're Wrong with Virginia and Sean, a movie podcast about changing hearts and minds where we revisit strong opinions about our most hated and most celebrated films from our past. And each week, one of us will host and defend a movie that the other disdains. Um, then we'll rewatch the movie and see after all these years or even a few months. Uh, with a fresh mindset, can a hated movie become a loved one? And I'm here with Sean, and I am Virginia, also I already said. Um, and we're going to be talking about Communion from 1989, which I love. Sean, how do you feel about Communion? The Watch. Ooh. I was trying to do, that was, <laughs> that's the only walk-in impression I can do. The Watch. Ooh, the, the <laughs> uh, I'm excited to watch this because this is I, I remember this being a really shitty movie and I don't know what mm. you see in it and defend it um, well, but I just recently watched uh, for my other podcast uh, Nashville CA which is a double feature podcast we talked about Seven Psychopaths and uh, The Nice Guys and Christopher Walken is amazing in Seven Psychopaths He's so good in that movie. So I'm really excited to kind of check in with one of his older performances here. Mm. I mean, I think communion is communion because of Christopher Walken. And one of the, you know, the main reason I really love it is because of him. He just is, it's sort of a Christopher Walken vehicle. Um, um, before we really, really get into it, I don't know if anyone has been hearing this sound. But those are my bracelets. And I realized that before... But it, since since I've been, I don't know if it's been driving anyone else crazy, but it's been driving me cr nuts listening back to the episode. So I am going to use this opportunity to take my bracelets off. So now there won't be any more rustling from bracelets in the background. Making my editing wanted, job a little easier. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know, yes, yes. I wanted to do that on on recording. So in case anybody else had like <laughs> uh, any kind of sensory issues with that. Um Somewhere out but, there, yeah. there's a listener exhaling greatly, <laughs> yes. just like such relief of pressure and tension. Like, oh, thank God, I don't have to listen to that anymore. Now I'll just replace it with like my rings. No, now, now you can just be like chewing on a granola bar yeah. constantly while we're recording. Taking big that's fun when people eat on mic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Taking big gulps. I know you specifically, Sean, love to hear chewing noises on mic mm, it's favorite. the best that's why i watch so many <laughs> cooking competition shows where they mic up the judge's mouth mm -hmm, just so mm -hmm. i can hear that i was about to do mouth noises i'm not even gonna do it <laughs> yeah don't do it don't spare do it. the listener um so virginia when did you first see communion i first saw it uh definitely in my early 20s there was a sort of a group of friends where we um Watched it for the first time, fell in love with it, and watched it pretty consistently, uh, kind of like once a year. Um, it was beloved because it's just so ridiculous. Uh, I think it's hilarious. Again, Christopher Walken is wild. Um, I mean, it is a I, I know it is a ridiculous movie, but um, I love it for that. And so I uh, am part of a book club. Shout out to Noel and Ian of the book club. But uh, we recently read read the book Communion by Whitley Strieber, and Whitley Strieber also wrote the screenplay for the movie, and comparing it to the book, it's so much better than the book. <laughs> the book is sort of about 
uh, his, you know, it's based off of his real experiences um, with an alien abduction. And it sort of is, it's kind of like, um, there's lots of rambling that kind of goes on in the book and lots of repeating and him, of himself. And there's, it goes into detail about um, his experiences with getting um, hypnotized. And that's pretty interesting. Um, and there's some of that in the movie, but um, it's just very long and sort of, it's, he's a little bit of an egomaniac. So it's kind of interesting reading, reading the book and then seeing the movie and realizing, oh yeah, I still really love this, still really love this movie. And compared to the, um, compare, comparing it to the, the source material was, was fun. Do you believe in alien abduction? I... Or, and also, what's just your take on aliens and are we alone out here? I think that people definitely have some sort of experience. I don't know if it's alien abduction. I really like the idea of it being interdimensional beings, um, which, which I don't know, is sort of a, new, a newer thing I'm discovering <laughs> people are really into. Um because we also just read The Mothman, which is sort of another guy who has an experience, um, but he believes very wholeheartedly in the interdimensional idea, and that there are aliens don't exist, but interdimensional beings exist. And I kind of like that idea. Um, what Have about you seen what the about Mothman you? Prophecies. Yes, yeah, and we actually rewatched that one. That one too. That's pretty good. Yeah, we did that one for Nashville podcast a long time ago. Also. Yeah, it's it's a creepy creepy story very unsettling story that would have freaked me out when i was a kid had oh, I, yeah. I had seen bits of mothman prophecies but i think i was like a teenager by then but had i seen that movie when i was like 11 years old i would have been mm. freaking out and not sleeping at all yeah i mean just just the bridge collapse is like is why is Very your phone unsettling. only make noise when you're talking? <laughs> when I'm which talking? That means that I can't edit it out because I, I cannot edit the noises out while you're talking. Any other time, any other time, your noise can make no <laughs> your phone can make noise. And I keep I'm turning it. The volume is down. I don't know why it's still it's still doing this. I'm thinking it's probably the al an alien. Are you 74 conspiracy? years old and you don't know how to silence your phone? <laughs> no, it's the alien conspiracy trying to get in touch <laughs> with me to tell me um, that. Uh, <laughs> that my phone is beeping. <laughs> okay. Have you seen I'm gonna Fire throw, in the I'm sky. just going to throw my phone out the door. I'm gonna, I'll be right back. I'm going to throw this. Okay, <laughs> okay you're actually... Okay. I'm, I'm actually going to move my phone because I don't know how to turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's leaving the frame now. Putting her headphones down. She's out of frame. I'm waiting to hear the clunk of the phone as it bounces down the hallway. Now I'm imagining her putting the phone under a pillow and then suffocating <laughs> like she's putting... Hi! Hi, I'm back! Okay. I threw. I literally did throw the phone on the couch, so... Um, did you put it under a pillow? I put it under a pillow. Three, yeah! three, three pillows! I called it! <laughs> I called it! I said, you're probably putting it under a pillow right now like people do when they're trying to smother someone to kill them in a hospital scene. I got rid of my bracelets and now my phone... <laughs> I'm gonna figure out next time, um, man. We're so professional. Next time, I'm gonna now figure the, the out cat's how to. Now gonna come in and start meowing. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. He's he's already out. The... He's laying in, right in front of the door. So, 
Okay. Have you seen Fire in the Sky? Yes, I've seen Fire in the Sky. Absolutely terrifying. So, my friend and I, when I was in my early 20s, we decided we wanted to watch some alien movies. And he had two movies that he remembered from his childhood that were, like, really good and freaked him out. And it was Fire in the Sky and Communion. Mm. And so I believe night one, we watched Fire in the Sky. And I was like, it's, it's, it's a decent movie for 40 minutes or so um, when it's just kind of in that town and everything. Mm -hmm. But when, when that movie goes to the abduction scene, yeah. it's so scary and it's so intense. Yeah. And I, I just remember it freaking me out. And so I was like, oh, Fire in the Sky is one of my favorite like alien abduction movies. And then the next night, we're like, all right, communion time. <laughs> you know, like high bar set by Fire in the Sky. And from what I remember this movie, it's Christopher Walken is a writer, maybe. And he moves with his wife into like a cabin in the woods and then there's lights that shine in his room at night. And he's like, what, what are these lights doing? <laughs> that was like Rocky Balboa. <laughs> and, uh, and then nothing really happens. And then at the very end, a bunch of three foot tall people in purple costumes mm -hmm. and masks walk out of his closet and like take him by the hand with fog machines and mm. like walk him off set. And I believe maybe onto a spaceship i don't remember but this is a bad movie <laughs> okay so so your first and only time seeing it was was that was that time where you the first and only time yeah that's a great double feature um yeah fire in the sky abduction scene is is definitely the scariest abduction scene i think in film um well first off do you what do you think do you think aliens are visiting us um, the cosmos is way too big for nothing to exist out there. However, at that same token, that means that with us being infinitesimally small and so far away from anything, mm. how would they have figured out where we are? I know there's like radio broadcasts and stuff, but yeah. I don't think so. I think a lot of the things that people see in the sky are natural phenomena or mm. military stuff going on weather um, weather balloons yeah or just like artifacts and cameras mm. um i'm not i'm not convinced by anything that i've seen it's like same with ghost footage yeah i i feel like we would have like good enough footage of something by now there's like yeah. 800 ghost hunting shows at, right, right. At some point that we're on TV, <laughs> and yet I've never, I've still never seen like a single piece of evidence where it's like, wow, that's a, they caught a ghost on camera there. Yeah, it's always just a guy going, oh, what was that noise? And then there's no noise. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> we have evidence. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, I believe in aliens of some kind. Just uh, that they might not I have don't visited. Know if we have like visitors coming to Earth. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, I'm know, kind of. A, then again, maybe we're like all just Prometheus esque gel babies, where yeah. uh, a a contractor, what do you call them? No, the, an architect. Oh, architect, yeah, yeah. Dissolved into a waterfall 
and became black goo, and we are all just the result of that black goo spreading across the, now, the planet. Now, Who knows? Now that I can get behind. I love. I loved. <laughs> did you? You've seen Prometheus, yeah? <laughs> I like. There's a, what? How, how does that go? It goes Prometheus and then Alien Covenant, right? There's not yeah. a third one. Not in this newest. So uh, I liked Prometheus, yeah. and then I thought Alien Covenant was bad. Mm, mm. I haven't. I don't really remember. I remember parts of Alien Covenant, but I absolutely loved Prometheus. Pink CGI alien mm. scurrying around, and Danny McBride, Danny McBriding it up, mm. and then there's the flute scene between Michael Fassbender. And Michael Fassbender? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's very, it's, there's a very homoerotic Michael Fassbender scene yeah, with I himself. I need to rewatch, rewatch that. I, I saw Prometheus in theaters and was thoroughly freak, freaked out. I love the idea of the architects being Jesus. I know that was, that was a theory going, <laughs> going around. Um, they're uh, modeled after the Michelangelo's David, which is pretty, pretty funny. Combined with something else, I'm forgetting what the other. Those architects were jacked. They were so jacked. They looked so dumb, <laughs> but I, but I like them. They kind of, you know, they were hot Squidward. You know the just, sexy just Squidward. Of, yeah. Have you seen that? Some yeah. Thick, <laughs> thick, thick, sexy white albino Squidwards <laughs> walking around populating planets. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I would love to see more movies about those guys. But, but yeah, so. Have you, I guess I'm taking, I take it you've never had like a, an experience with seeing anything. Never had an alien-ish experience. Never had a ghost-ish experience. Uh, never had like a weird experience in the woods. Mm. So... Maybe and I'm you, just not you go, huntable. And you, you go camping and hiking a lot. Yeah. So, and you haven't seen any big big feet. No, I mean, the woods are creepy, but that's just, you know, you hear noises every once in a while when you're out backpacking, but that's usually just like... Nature. Ooh, scary noise! But then if you think it's like, there's some female deer mm -hmm. slowly like walking around the edge of your camp, Ooh. and you're inside your tent getting all freaked out by a deer, because it's breaking branches and making noise. Like, it's... Still, though... There's no, there's no, like, Blair Witch out there. Yeah. I mean, nature alone is pretty terrifying. Nature alone is terrifying. <laughs> I, I'm much more afraid of a moose mm. or a bear mm -hmm. than I am a haunted forest. Yeah. I wish... I mean, I, I prefer a haunted forest, I think, if I were to go camping, than just a, a being mauled by a bear. I but have freaked myself out camping where i think uh oh like the sun the sun's not coming up <gasps> ooh kind of like, kind of like we, annihilation where like time yeah, doesn't no, exist yeah it's just like yep yeah, freaky. or or blair witch where it's just mm. like we have in, entered infinite night now that is terrifying <laughs> wow that's yeah. more um did you see the blair witch remake oh yes the what was it? Win Wingard? Who? Who? I forget who directed. I that. think it was Adam Wingard. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I liked it. Okay, um, I forgot. There's some cool stuff, and that there's that one part where that couple is wandering around, and they 
stumble upon them and yeah there's clearly been some kind of time paradox mm -hmm. happening because mm -hmm. that couple now has been out there for like weeks yeah stumbling around in the darkness and, and stuff like that really creeps me out it's very sort of um like halluc when you you know the the feeling you get if you take a hallucinogen or something and time just kind of slips slips away oh i hate it very scary no 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 sir don't like it <laughs> do, 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 do. time, time keeps on slipping 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 into the future <laughs> uh, do you have anything else what is this gonna be an I ongoing like, thing i feel like you haven't i feel like you haven't really told me oh so yeah why, like why you love this movie Let, let's get that down before we watch this yeah um well, let me ask you this. Have you, uh, do you remember a scene where he's talking to the aliens and sort of having a party with them? Does that ring a bell? And he's like, oh, hey, you look at your hat. Oh, hey. <laughs> and, no, the alien, sounds... and the alien's wearing a suit. <laughs> this sounds so bad. Um, I beg to differ. <laughs> what you just described to me. Sounds like as bad as the new Wonka Hila trailer. Hilarious and amazing. Oh, no way. Well, new Wonka has no imagination compared to Communion. Okay, so one of the things, <laughs> some things I really love about it is, I mean, yes, it's very ridiculous. I love the design of the aliens um, and the special effects, I think, are really effective. There are some, there are like two very, very unsettling, very creepy, genuinely creepy scenes where one of the aliens with the, they have, you know, the sort of owl looking mask. I guess they're called the greys, where they have like the big eyes, you know, um, peeking around his door where he's sort of half awake and seeing this little creature peek, peeking behind his door is so scary. <laughs> um, and uh, just the, the descript, like how they film his, his abduction, I think is really neat. and. I guess reading the book was pretty accurate to the to the book, just the abduction itself. Um, Christopher Walken, again, uh, is great. I mean, he definitely they just kind of let him do <laughs> whatever he wants to do. And it and sort of the relationship between him and his wife gets a little ridiculous. Like he's not really like he's just literally Christopher Walken walking on set and being Christopher Walken. And I don't really feel like he's his character, but I mean, who doesn't want to watch Christopher Walken talking to aliens <laughs> at like a p alien party and being like, "Hey, what's going on? What are you? Hey, are you are you an alien? Oh my god!" <laughs> um, so this all sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I totally disagree. Oh, the soundtrack. Okay, I'm not an Eric Clapton fan, but if I had to listen to Eric Clapton, I would definitely listen to this soundtrack a lot. It's very like I, I have heard you say you're not you're not a fan of Eric Clapton's music, but you love his politics. <laughs> oh yes, I say that all the time. I actually don't know. <laughs> or does he have really bad politics? <laughs> I think he was heavily like anti-vax. Oh and boy, is he anti? Is anti he I was going to say anti-COVID, but we were all kind of anti-COVID. <laughs> Wait, is he dead? Nah, he's no, still... he's still alive. Oh, okay. So he's, he's still playing some shitty white man jazz guitar somewhere in this world. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, in this in the soundtrack for for Communion, it's very Vangelis style and sort of like tang, Tangerine Dream 
Um, so I like that. It's like synthy, but also like with a guitar, heavy guitar licks. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other other things that that I really love about it. I mean, it's just it's just such a weird weird movie, and I think it's because he the guy wrote it about his own experiences. You know, quote unquote, it's a true story, um, and he was heavily you know sort of a part of making of the movie, but that combination with, a, you know, a director and then Christopher Walken's personality just created this oddball of a movie. Um, and I love oddball movies. And, um, uh, yeah, so I'm curious, you know, want to see, see what you think after this. Um, I, I, give me, get, why, <laughs> why is the, the explanation of Christopher Walken asking an alien if he's wearing a hat a bad idea. Hello, hello <laughs> Mr. Alien. I, I like your hat. Hey, exactly. What do you did, not did, like did, about did that? Did you get that at a store in the city? I just sound What's bad. What's not to love? I just, I just remember this movie. I just be like, oh, what is this? What? 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 Oh. I'm, I, am I, did, I honestly did not think I would ever in my life be re-watching this movie. So <laughs> oh, that's, that's exciting. That's fun. Yay. I am a little worried that it's going to be really boring. I don't know. We'll see. We'll keep the... When was the last time you watched this? I actually watched it really recently because we, we watched it after the book, you know, during the book club. Um, so it yeah. was like maybe three or four months ago. So re pretty recently. But I also, I don't know, I feel like I have noticed when we watch a movie together for the po for this podcast like there is some sort of magical element that <laughs> that happens where i don't know i'm paying more attention or i'm it's just like it definitely is with a very very fresh lens so i don't know we'll see i don't know if you're cool. ha or if you're having the, that experience um i just enjoy hanging out watching movies with you i don't know nice yeah same <laughs> I'm it's just fun. <laughs> it, it is fun to think about, like, my opinion and how I'm going to defend or mm -hmm. attack a movie. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting my... Uh, are you ready my... to get into this one? I'm ready. I'm getting my notes together. Cool. I am ready. Oh. Now I'm ready. I just remembered there's a box of frozen salmon on my counter that did not make it into the freezer. Ooh, I'll be right okay. back. Okay, okay. Sean's going and putting his frozen salmon away. And shortly we'll be getting back to the podcast. I wonder if he's going to hear this secret message. Oh. Okay. Now, are you ready? Ready, ready, ready. Three, Three two, two, one, one play. play. Oh my god, I just had the weirdest dream. Someone's here. There's an alien in the house. <laughs> so he did, uh, in the book, he kept having a feeling that someone was in his house, whether he was in New York, in their apartment, or in their, um, in their cabin. Yeah. It just, a never-ending feeling that someone was in the house. Joking. And then you, Here's Christopher Walken at his full 
Christopher Walken esque. Look at that oh. painting! I forgot. Oh, I forgot. Real quick. Also, a big reason I love this movie is the artwork. So pay attention to all of the artwork in the background, because there's some wild stuff, like that wolf. Look at that wolf. So good. It's a, it's a cool wolf. Also, look at his hat. <laughs> so many hats in this movie. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Bless you, that really scared Thank you. me. You okay? Yeah. Get I'm cooking! I'm cooking. I'm cooking. I'm on a roll. What's the matter with you? Boom! Hey! I'm cooking! Look at her hat! I don't know. I love this maybe. What do you think about them throwing spiders on each other? What? No, throwing weird. spiders? Oh. There's there's someone in my closet. I know someone's there, and then you see that. It's just a little guy peeking. It's just a little guy. Thank you for taking us home. It's fine. We could have taken the bus with me, really. There is no bus. There's not even a bus station. Smug little asshole. Mm-hmm. Trick or treat? <laughs> that kid's line reading was so dumb. <laughs> Tricker. Treat? <laughs> look at that crazy painting. Ooh, look at that painting. Mm -hmm. What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you? I'm cooking. I'm cooking. What are you? <laughs> Dance, dance wherever you be. <laughs> I want you to dance with me. Wherever you may be, don't be too long in a dance with Stevie. <laughs> what are the words? Bravo! Hooray! Good job! Dance, dance, wherever you may be. Andrew, that was Look at the little kid his little hat. That was really Guitar lick. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> meow, meow. Uh oh, they're back at the making, cabin. Making a kid learn to ride a bicycle in the <laughs> snow. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that seems like uh, pretty inefficient. 
Don't look at me like that. Cut it out, Whitley. I, I mean it. This isn't hey, funny anymore. You are, oh, whoa! You got a child now. Wanna... <laughs> wow! Whoa! Whoa! Come back to me. <laughs> I am so tired of this. What is wrong with you? Whoa! I'm fucking so shotgun. <laughs> Plant, you jerk! <laughs> Ooh, you almost shot her. Mm -mm. They said we won't hurt you, but I prayed for them to go away. But they just kept shining their lights on me. God didn't make them go away. Can I dream Dad's dream? <laughs> I'm Janet Duffy. I am Streaker. Hello. I had some kind of a rectal probe. This happened when? D day after Christmas. <laughs> right? 6 a.m. Day after Christmas. I got a probe stuck in my butt. Some aliens took me on their shift. They were little and blue and dumb. <laughs> Yeah. They were no, dumb. <laughs> they were a little in blue, though. What do you think about those string beanie arms? That they <laughs> as it's floating around. <laughs> they look like that Simpsons episode where Mr. Burns is yes. getting radioactive treatment. Yes. I come in peace. Kill him with fire. Kill him. Get him. <laughs> Whatever happened is in the past, and you're Kill him! You don't know, you said it. <laughs> That's true. He says he brings us peace! <laughs> I still sing to my dogs, um, Good Morning Starshine, because of that episode. <laughs> oh, nice. Yay! Good morning, Starshine. Good morning, Starshine. And the Earth says the Earth hello! Says hello. Soft and perfect. I like the idea of describing an alien as soft and perfect. Soft, perfect aliens? Mm hmm. Doctor reading her book with the sun shining down on her. She's reading First Contact, cause this movie's about aliens. And she's about to get... oh. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well thank you, done. thank you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Look at that. He's just reading a magazine, hanging out. What? Look at the masks. What? <laughs> Is your mind broken, Sean? <laughs> look, 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 look! Oh no, he didn't! <laughs> oh yes, he did! No, he didn't! <laughs> They're little stinkers, Virginia! <laughs> Alright, time to party! <laughs> I think they gave you something. I do. I think they gave you a gift. You better use it. That was weird. <laughs> to write a kind of bad book. <laughs> Yay! We. Did it, Sean? Virginia, look at my face. You look so happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we get to say fun names. John Dennis Johnston. Praying Mantis Girl. You next. Kate Stern. Andrew Martin. Johnny Dark. Garion. Dan Allingham. Cornfield Steve Beeson <laughs> Christy Lou Frankenheimer Jorgen Veldersloft <laughs> Gay Redinger Bill Zulo Dennis DeLavalal Woogie Thomas Russ St. John Cranston Michael Sean Michael Gobbo. Sean Michael Sean McCracken is an amazing name. McCracken. I think I just like it because I'm Sean Michael. Dave. Ron Ron Purvis. David Harrison is isn't that exciting. <laughs> David Harrison. I love this movie so much. Oh, oh, the alien. Oh. The aliens are so cool. All right, Sean. All right, let's take a break. Okay. Putting on the Ritz. See you in a minute. All right, see ya. And we're back on the other side. Um, I lied to the audience and said that Sean was smiling, but he wasn't smiling. He had the look of a, come on now, or a, <laughs> or a very disappointed look. <laughs> but, but, and... It well, well, okay, okay. I want I want you to say hi, but before before I hear your thoughts, I, I do I, I have some notes here that I'd like to go over to further, um, 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 possibly get you on my side. But first, say hello to the audience <laughs> that you're still alive after that, and your mind has not been broken by the aliens. Hello, audience. <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> okay, so. Um, I just want to remind you of the amazing artwork in the backgrounds of all of a lot of the scenes. Um, this there were a lot of really great hats in the movie. <laughs> um, let's see. And um, 
naked Christopher Walken with alien puppets flinging around him with string beanie arms. <laughs> I just want to remind you of those things. Um, and we did see the extended version, um, which I like even more than the regular version now. Um, so yeah, Sean, what did, <laughs> what did you think with all those things in mind? My face was one of comic <laughs> perplexion is what I was trying to. Oh, okay. That's better than disappointment. <laughs> That's better than utter disappointment. <laughs> okay, good, good. I mean my jaw was hanging open for a few minutes at a time <laughs> at towards the end of this movie. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's more than I remember. I only I only remember them like coming into his room and taking him away. Mm-hmm. I did not remember <laughs> the dance sequences mm-hmm. <laughs> and the ceremony and the greeting and the children. I didn't remember the glory hole anal probe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a really big anal probe. Yeah, it's a solid. Yeah. And there's no lube. It's a dry, very large. Although they may have applied the lube, but they just didn't show it on screen. <laughs> Maybe. Because they were, they were feeling him up a lot, so they were getting him prepared. I was, I just, I found this movie to be bewildering. And I think it, Probably, like, Christopher Walken is perfectly cast for it, because this movie is largely just a display of Christopher Walken doing weird Christopher Walken shit and Mm -hmm. improvising and doing little dance moves and weird gestures (laughs) and taking big pauses in the middle of his lines, which, I don't know, sometimes I think when an actor or when a show takes, like, a big pause... It's just rude to the audience and to their time. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, hmm, I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I think you're wrong <laughs> about that, Sean. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I think we should get into like the, the scenes of this mm. because there's so much just absurd weirdness that that's kind of the only way I feel like I can really talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it exists in and so, absurd weirdness. Yeah. I mean, right off the bat, when he yelled, I'm I'm cooking, I'm cooking at the <laughs> computer. I'm cooking. But I asked I asked you, he's a writer and he's filming himself so that way he can watch himself on TV while he's writing. And it seems like he's recording audio as well, maybe, or listening. I don't know. I don't understand what his process is. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. And there's nothing about that in the book. But I, I kind of don't care like why he's doing it. It just makes for a cool scene and a cool, cool imagery of just Christopher, like a double of Christopher Walken, in front of a computer, in front of his screen front of another version of him it's just like i I don't know why it's there but i like the way it looks (laughs) which i think is a lot of this movie and and um yeah i don't know what's happening but it looks really cool 
Did I, I liked when the computer crashes and he goes through that whole spiel of like stage hitting yeah, the computer yeah. and like air punching it. Boom! Hey! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of walking noises. So I get why mm-hmm. you and your friends in your early 20s, if you watched this movie many times, there would be so many so many little one-liners and quotables that you could throw at each other. Yeah, I mean we were and definitely also obsessed little spiders with the... that you could throw at each other. <laughs> yeah, what did you think about the spider throw? This family is weird. <laughs> This kid, I don't like the kid at all. The wife is okay, but she's not a very good actress. But I don't know. A family that throws spiders at each other is not <laughs> one that I want any part of. Well, it's like setting up, oh, they're not, a, not, they're not afraid of anything. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I've never seen that in, in, in a movie of someone picking up a spider and throw it, <laughs> throwing it at the, at the person. Uh, I respect I watch, her, though. I respect her. There's these two Australian radio hosts, and they did a few um, TV series, travel series, called Hamish and Andy Gap Year, and they would go to different countries and do all sorts of things, meet people, and it was really funny, and they would do a segment called Cultural Eating, where one guy would make the other guy eat some local delicacy to the area that they were at, which was terrible. Mm-hmm. And so one of the hosts, uh, Hamish, is terrified of tarantulas. And mm-hmm. so they took him in Indonesia to, like, Spider Village. Ooh. And there's just spiders everywhere. And they cook tarantulas and fry tarantulas and eat them there. And mm-hmm. they, one of the hosts threw a fake threw a spider at him. <laughs> and he freaked out. And all the little kids in the village saw it. And so then <laughs> as all the little kids walked by, they would all throw fake spiders <laughs> at this poor guy. And he was like literally shaking in terror. And watching him, he eventually does eat a deep fried tarantula. And watching oh. him eat it is, is a, an incredible experience. I thought uh, you were going to maybe say that they were throwing, the kids decided to throw real spiders at him. Oh, that sounds... Yeah, I don't, I have um spider dreams a lot and I also have waking kind of wake up sort of waking nightmares of them like I've had them uh, of dreams of spiders slowly descending from the ceiling and they're either coming they're about to land on me or Steven and so I'll, and I wait and I wake up but I'm still dreaming as I'm waking up so I wake up and I'm shaking out the comforter and i'm like no you have to move 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 the spider it's coming it's coming (laughs) and then as i'm waking up i realize oh this is not this is not real this is a dream um there's not a giant spider i i dreamt that a uh a scorpion crawled up the side of my bed and went under my pillow and so my head popped up and my heart was racing and i like flung my pillow up and was like yeah. I'm like looking under pillows and under the covers and everything and was so sure it was real. And you you definitely it definitely was a dream. You do you, do you even have scorpions out there? In uh yeah. California? Not a ton, but yeah, California has scorpions. Mm. Just like the more, you know, even in San Diego County where my mom lived, um 
We'd get them every once in a while. Mm. And that was kind of coastal North County. But yeah, out in the desert for sure. Scorpions. Um, I've been having some like haunted house kind of dreams lately. It's been interesting. I think maybe it's from watching The Conjuring. It, they've been kind of skinnamarinky, honestly. Oh, I still need to see that. Yeah. Those sound fun, though. Oh, boy. If you love Skinamarink, mm-hmm. then we'll have an episode. Because, Ooh. Oh. Okay, I sh- I'll watch that. I'll watch that. But it's Sick. been interesting because my dreams have had a Skinamarink essence to them lately. Of like Kind of like wandering around an empty house. And mm. uh, it's been creepy. There's been two in the past two weeks or so that have creeped me out. Mm. Uh, yeah, when I... Because you're in Northern California, right? Wait. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why for... I, I know your your other podcast is called Nashville CA, but I can't think you live in Oregon. You don't live in Oregon. I think I just... Nope. I do think I just know a lot of people that live in Oregon, and a friend of mine is just about to move there, um, and every, a lot of people I know have moved to Oregon. So I was Oregon's like, are, are, there, are there spiders in Oregon? <laughs> or not spiders, are there... Tarantulas? No, not tarantulas. God damn it! Are there scor- <laughs> scorpions in, in Oregon? <laughs> I would think not, due okay. to how wet it is. But there's yeah. also high desert in Oregon. Eastern Oregon is very different. From oh Western. yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, Western Oregon is haunted by the ghosts of the wolves. Oh, Zeus, what did you think of him, of uh, their, their, so their friends, that does happen in the book, their friends that guy do is from, see a big light. He's from The Fugitive. He's oh. the one-armed man in The Fugitive, I believe. Oh. It also took me so long to realize that, because you, you pointed him out, and you're like, this guy is really eating up the scene uh, in th- when they go to the uh, therapy session. Um, like the group therapy, and I was like, this guy looks really familiar, but it was the same guy as the Beast Within. The oh, main, dude, the that group therapy the scene was so boring. <laughs> because yeah, what it felt like to me was like of, yeah. it was a bunch of novice to amateur actors who hadn't been cast in much else, and each of them were going to use that little monologue they had in their reel for their next audition. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And it just, it felt kind of like a scene out of Barry, watching a bunch of mm. not very good actors give it their best shot. Like, really going and it, for it. And it really slowed the movie down. I wonder if that's part of the extended cut. I remember, I mean, there definitely is a group therapy, but I don't think it's a, maybe not as long. So, I I think this movie's pacing is really uneven. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like long, drawn-out conversations and then, like, string beanie aliens <laughs> with, like, goofy Christopher Walken. I don't know, is it, was it, do you it find it, like, jarring? It gets real goof at the end, but it's, I don't know, it's it's so self-serious mm-hmm. yeah, what did up you... until that point. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but um, the buffalo hunting song perplexed me, as mm-hmm. many other things did. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Because it's... The ending of it? Yeah, the and cocktails for two. Oh, I think a lot of it is... Well, real quick, I think a lot of it is that... I think Christopher Walken is just ad-libbing, you know? He's just kind of, like, coming up with whatever, but... Recently, one of my favorite people is this 
guy, he's a Miami sports writer and he goes on a podcast weekly that I listen to and he recently did uh <laughs> he was they were talking about like sexy time porn stuff or so I can't remember what they were talking about, but anyways, he went bow chicka bow wow bow bow <laughs> so he turned it into yeah. Uh, Shave, what is it? Shave and a oh, something, yeah. two bits. Shave and a haircut, two <laughs> like, bits. I, just, I love the combination of the that typical like porn. Bow, bow, wow. Bow, bow. Okay, let's try it out. Shave and a haircut, two bits. Bow, chicka, bow, bow. Bow, bow. There we go. <laughs> that was a good pause, too. Greg, what's your go to move? Wow. In what sense? Come on, you know. Come on. Don't be coy. Don't be coy. In the mornings. From what you recall. From what I recall. No, we're not going there. Boom, chicka, boom, boom. Thump, thump. I was trying to get better. I'm trying to learn. I want to add to my repertoire. I mean. What you did you what? just put at the end of the porn? Did you just put like a rim shot? Yeah, or was like, that a yeah. blue? Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, why are you walking here? Was it, was it a loser game show sound? Bump, it, shake, a bump, 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 bump. It's just like a. I believe it's know. called shaving a haircut. Yes, I'm like, yes, exactly. Bump, shake, a bump, 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 bump. Splash. <laughs> so you have, just to be clear, you have porn bouncing and morphing into shave and a haircut, two bits. Two bits, shave and a haircut, two bits. My dad used to always sing that. That and Chattanooga Choo Choo. How old is that song? Those were his two songs. <laughs> Back when people paid for things with two bits. That's right. <laughs> Trailer for sale or rent. <laughs> That's exactly right. This is a new and unimproved Levatar show with the Stugat. Um, oh, I like whoever, whichever character was just like, I think it was the Wolfman who was mm -hmm. like, "Oh, we we all just shared the same dream." It's like that that just a common thing that happens when you have a slumber party over at your house. You know, oh yeah, <laughs> everyone meets in the dream world together. <laughs> Sometimes Hangs you end out. up fighting Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, very common, very, very common. Um, uh, you had a lot of comments about all those lights. He had all the, the lights. Uh, so you told me paranoid. that in the book, he puts the lights up after shit yeah. starts happening out there, which makes way more sense because him showing up and it's already a security compound seemed like this, the set decorator has jumped the gun. Before, yeah, or something. From what I remember of the book, yeah, he adds a bunch of sh security after. Like I think well, he, makes, I think he had that makes sense because these yuppies otherwise are so afraid of a being in a cabin in the woods that they've turned it into a security fortress. Yeah, yeah, I think he, they had like the initial lights, but then he added more and a security alarm and like got a gun or something, something like that. He like adds a bunch the of the gun stuff, makes but... sense too because it. Yeah, I feel like some of that was missing or just out of rhythm. There's no build, build up. It's just kind of like already. He's although they do kind of they just kind of start the movie with him already paranoid that someone's in the apartment. So he's had 
I think the idea is like he's art. He's had uh, this feeling that these thing creatures have been with him his whole life since he was a child, and then he finally figures that out at the end. But speaking uh, of child, the kid in this movie is just kind of a <laughs> smug little prick. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get good, like nice child actors. I don't know. They're... Well, there's the part after the first night in the cabin. Um, when the, the, the two couples are there with the kid and they see the lights and the one couple freaks out and wants us, wants to be taken home. Mm -hmm. Um, the lady says, thanks for taking us home. The guy says, we could have taken the bus. And that little smug shit goes, <laughs> there's not even a bus station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, way to rub it in, kid. Kid. He's not reading don't, the room. Don't get involved. <laughs> Yeah, what did you think about, um, were you, did you, were you following the hats in this? All the hats everybody was wearing? There's a lot of hats. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so we got, like, his wife's fedora. Mm. His, which is, like, his the brown fedora. One, his fedora <laughs> at the end, the black one. Um, the fur the hat. Pirate, the pirate hat. The Russian fur, the fur hat. The Russian fur hat, which, <laughs> which is, like, okay, it's one thing to wear... A raccoon hat with a tail outside when it's like blustering snow, but his friend wears it into the restaurant, <laughs> continues to wear it as he sits down at the table, and now it just looks preposterous. <laughs> what else was the, um, I'm looking at my notes here. Oh, um... Yeah, my what next you, bit is the, the kid in the pirate costume, the dance, dance, wherever you may be. <laughs> Which it's like, like a Christmas. I like that little jingle. A Christmas song, but then they're also dressed in, like, uh, as, I guess, Christian, you know, uh, birth of Jesus times, but then the song is, like, about dancing. <laughs> I was a little confused about <laughs> The mix up and of the... the transition from going from that fun dance dance song to immediately cut to them walking outside and the kid just stops and goes, Why are we sad? <laughs> 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 and then, uh, this I, I feel like this movie takes its best shot at having a discussion about mental health and the strain that it puts on a family, mm -hmm, but. Mm -hmm. In 1989, I don't know, they didn't quite have the language yet, and they didn't ha quite have it figured out of how to express this kind of message, because I, I don't think this one hits here. I can see what they're trying to do. Mm. Well, she's definitely giving him a really... Yeah, I see what you mean. And, like, they're... the relationship between the two of them, like, she's giving him a really hard time... And it's sort of taken as like a given that they already have this rapport, which is kind of hard to kind of as difficult. Like it doesn't really come across. I don't know. But it's also, I don't know. What did you think about their just they have like. Seen, I, they have scenes where I see their chemistry. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's like they're, they're hanging out and their kid falls asleep and then Walken starts lifting her skirt. 
while yeah. she's still sitting on her son's bed, which is like, God, get a, get a room. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Literally, get a uh, room. This movie gets very, like, cozy Christmas vibes in that cabin with the, the stove fireplace mm-hmm. and the Christmas tree, which we are not tinsel people, mm-hmm. we discussed. Nope. Uh, and that, that cool freeze frame uh, when the kid takes a Polaroid. Yeah. That happens out of nowhere. And it's like, there's not much else that's, like, really stylized like that in this movie, but... I I liked that little effect. There are some really great great shots. Um, I like when he's standing in the field, looking at the light, the bulb of bright light, in his in his full get up suit with hat, um, and he's got the camera in one hand. Um, the I like the shots of them up on the the roof. But I was going to ask you about something. Are you gonna ask me about grizzly bears <laughs> as big as Volkswagens? Hey, oh, hey, hey, buddy, oh, oh, what are you? What did you think about his uh, when he's talking to the aliens and he's like, "Hey, oh, let's talk, please, <laughs> before you put that in my butt." <laughs> <laughs> There's. You were the dreamer, there such, and there I am the... A, there was such, like, a lack of urgency mm-hmm. on his part, or, like, a lack of panic in his voice at that point. Like, guys, guys, <laughs> let's not get crazy here. We can talk about this. I have money. We can... <laughs> I am the dreamer, and you are the dream. Yeah, I think... that. So, that stuff, like, that made no sense to me. Those parts where his personality splits later when he becomes a magician with mm-hmm. a magician's assistant. Mm-hmm. So I think that... it's the aliens attempting to like communicate with him in the way that they know how. Because he, he talks later about you know that they get a lot of their information from TV and movies. From our TV and movies. I mean, none of it actually makes any sense, but maybe it's like, because I I don't don't remember that being in the book either, but I can kind of see it's like an attempt to communicate. It's like, oh, humans are into like magicians (laughs) and let's let's make and then and themselves. So let's make like a a copy of. So you're saying it's like in contact when they said. Well, the best thing she can relate to is an image of her father. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the best thing mm. Christopher Walken could relate to is mm. himself dressed up as a magician. Little kid says, I prayed to God and the little men wouldn't go away. Can I dream dad's dreams? <laughs> <laughs> There's some really weird, weirdly stilted dialogue in, mm-hmm. from some of these characters, mm-hmm. some of these mm-hmm. actors. It's like pretty. pretty... Oh man! When the wife when the wife is hypnotized on the chair, (laughs) that's on the couch. That's some bad acting. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. No, wait, (laughs) no, yes, wait, no. No, I can't. Where? No, no, my boy, screaming, (laughs) screaming. I have to go. I have to go. No, I'm not supposed to see. I'm not supposed to see. No. Have you Um, ever seen Blast from the Past? No, I don't think so. 
Wait, is that? That's Brendan Fraser movie. Oh, yeah, I did, but I don't really remember a lot of it. So um, he's in a, his dad builds a. He's in a bunker, right? Bunker. And then there's like a nuclear explosion, but it's just a scare. But they lock themselves in the bunker for 30 years. Yeah. And, uh, in that movie, this is where I learned this. Walken does this in this movie, but. And it maybe it's an homage, or maybe it's just a thing he does a lot. But I learned the. Oh yeah. Whoa! I can't wait a minute. Well, that's you can actually do that really, really fast. Wait. No. I can't do it like consistently. It's really it's fun pretty... to do, though. I recommend <laughs> listeners, please do this. The walk and snap, snap, snap clap. Snap. It's really fun. Snap, snap, clap. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Oh so, man, what, and my like, next, my next, my next yeah. note, Virginia says, uh, "You're gonna have to explain this one to me." Okay. Noodle arm, silver Lego man with red helmet <gasps> and spiral chest. Yes. Okay. So in the book, he describes the like there are the blue men, but then there's also like what looks like a little person with sort of like a metal shield, like a square outfit shield thing that they're that they're wearing. Um, and I don't remember anything. I think that's their attempt at like. Or he, when he was writing the script, maybe like rewrote some of it to make it look more like a mechanical doll or something. But it, yeah, he like sees something like a, like almost like it's armor, but it's like a metal plate. And I think that's like what that was supposed to represent. I freaking love that thing. It's so, I think he also maybe describes that the shape of the head too or something. But uh, yeah, when it just like, Comes out of the closet like <laughs> so good. I want that in my house. I want a I want a replica of that thing. Um, what did, what did you think of that? What What do you mean when you say good? Um, <laughs> like okay, define good. Some, some things you must know about me. I love puppets. I love dolls um i love ska- like like for instance i can show you my mannequin. oh jesus christ that's terrifying <laughs> my mannequin over there there's like a five foot tall <laughs> mannequin with a completely white body with like a a silk white scarf covering the nipples it's a woman's female form but then it's wearing it has a black cube head and it has like a kabuki mask on. Jesus Christ. So, Sean, I also have these. So she did have she did have more faces. Are you looking at my screen? Yes. Okay. She had faces around like she being the mannequin. <laughs> um, she had like fa- different facial expressions around the box, and it was a Halloween costume that I wore one year, and so it could like I could turn the head and it would be different faces. But then I also have this one. It's like a. Have you ever seen Reboot? 
Oh yeah, the, yeah, very the, reboot. Yeah, the cartoon. Especially this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah, the. I love that, that lady. The. There was that lady that had the spinning mask faces that creeped me out when I was a kid. It's so creepy. Um, putting away my other masks. Um, I was showing Sean some more more masks, but so yeah, um, I love like just also practical effects. So anyone, so just picturing the person making that like weird puppet is really fun. So when I say good, it's like stuff I like. <laughs> it's like oh, I'm this- noticing too that you like little little monsters based on the brood and yeah. now this week. You yeah. like you like your little guys. Like things that but I also You like your I- really big guys? <laughs> And you like your little little guy. You don't like an average size monster. It's got to be really big or really little. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It ha- it has to be an uncanny size, and, and then I'm sold. I'm like, this is great. I'm I'm learning about you. <laughs> I'm I'm figuring you out. Something really big and something really small. <laughs> Nothing in between. I, 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 I knew you were weird from our time spent hanging out and brief time in person together, but. It, you're onioning right now. There's there's layers. There's layers. We're peeling them back. I mean, I think I think this is all very very normal, and uh, most people enjoy these things. So I, don't, I don't know what's <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Now you you now straight from this. Tell me about the noodle noodle arm dancing. Yes. Beige alien. Oh, so those the ones that with the string beady arms. Um, so they, yeah, those in the book he describes as um well when he when he asks oh how old are you that is something that happens in the book he asks it how old it is and then there's this like one or two aliens that are the like more beautiful looking ones that have that like smooth oh yeah what does the kid say the kid says their skin is like smooth and perfect or something yes smooth smooth and perfect Oh God! <laughs> One of them has lips that are in permanent asshole shape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but in the book, he one of the aliens. There's like a main alien that kind of keeps talking to him in his mind and telling him, like, showing him things and telling him that they're not there to hurt him. And he assumes it's a fee, quote unquote, female, because he just feels like it's female. And then, um. And that they're, like, very, yeah, just sort of, like, ethereal, as opposed to the other ones that are, like, short and stocky and are, like, the, uh, maybe the soldiers or something. I don't know, but, um... Now, was it that lead alien? Is that the one that applies the eyeliner on him whenever he gets on the <laughs> ship? <laughs> That's an excellent question. <laughs> Who is applying the eyeliner? I mean, hey, he, he I'm, na- I'm naked. I'm naked. <laughs> I'm talking to you like you're real. Go to hell. <laughs> He's reading a magazine. I wonder what magazine that is. He's is probably... my walking getting better or worse it's, as we go? I would say, I think it's actually getting better. That my, one felt okay. Yeah, that one felt pretty good. Thank you. Um, uh, Dude, Yeah. Clapton's guitar is cheese. Yeah, but with but when you add, <laughs> what when you add add it some synth, synth like to it? <laughs> it? When I was a kid, and I would sneak out into the TV room at like ten thirty or eleven o'clock at night, and I would turn on Cinemax mm-hmm. and watch like 
Zalman King's Red Shoe Diaries. Yes, or exactly. That's what Clapton's guitar work makes me think of. I mean, the things that the two things that you just said there are like right up my alley. Like that aesthetic, like eighties, like, <laughs> like sleaze. Oh, so good. Really? Oh yeah. Have you? I. Zalman King's Red Shoes Diary is one of my favorite like, <gasps> weird little life references to throw around. <laughs> it's wild. I, I don't know. Do you listen to the podcast? You must remember this. No. Oh, you should definitely. Okay, so definitely check it out. Uh, shout out for, I mean, all of the audience should definitely be listening to this if you're not already. Um, but it um, it is a podcast where... Um, Oh my gosh. I'm, okay, so there's the there's two I mean it's been going on for a very very long time. But um the most recent season is about 90s erotic movie erotic thrillers and then she also did a season around um uh 80s erotic thr- thrillers and so it's very very co like super cohesive super um goes into a lot of detail about like the filmmaking and of different films that like in that in that era so like she does like sliver and um oh 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 she does um showgirls which is amazing um and what else um oh karina longworth is her name but i've um, never seen showgirls but i did see the documentary about showgirls oh you gotta watch showgirls showgirls is, is amazing um but did you see, did you end up seeing Slither, Sliver? Yeah, we watched it for Gorley and Rust. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Weird ass movie. Yeah. Also, I think no, that's not Zalman King. That's a different different guy. But she talks a lot about uh, the Red Shoe Diaries and Zalman King, and um, but highly recommend, especially if you I don't know, do, do you like the Red Shoe Diaries or are you just sort of like this is a funny, uh thing that I mean, happened in the 90s with david duchovny they were, they were a seminal part of my education okay yes yes i mean they they were yeah like forget about it if you're like a 60 or 12 year old 12 year old 13 year old forget about it you're... behind the curtain i just wanted to use the word seminal in that conversation oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> moving on moving on uh, Dude, it has more meaning Cla- than <laughs> when. Oh God! I almost said when Clapton gets on the UFO. When Walken <laughs> at the end walks into the light orb, mm-hmm. and the little aliens are having a dance party, yeah! and he walks up to them, and they do like eight greetings from all around the the mm-hmm, world mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. finally shaking hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. Cheesy and weird. Can you see just like And the music hits this like when they finally handshake, it's the music so... is like Da-da-da! <laughs> Yes, the meaning of the minds communion. They did it. Communion is happening. <laughs> I mean, that's good, right? <laughs> and then it's <laughs> and then it's as if right after that that handshake. If you could hear like a rat, a record scratch, and it's like everybody dance down, and then they just start dancing. And they're like, 
Please, sir, don't film this dance party. <laughs> Put your camera down and come dance with us. And then there's just <laughs> these sausage armed orange aliens <laughs> noodling their arms around. <laughs> and these little blue things. One of them has asshole lips. <laughs> just like shaking their little bodies. <laughs> it's so bad, Virginia. Imagine, like, the set that day. Like, you go on set. Christopher Walken is there. <laughs> They're filming this because it's the thing scene they have to film. <laughs> oh, my. Could you imagine? How much just fun like, that would just, be. Oh, but it would be terrifying to be an actor in this movie because it's like, oh, God, is this going to be the worst movie that's ever been made? No, it will be the best movie that's ever been made. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I say good, I mean, can you think of any visuals like that in any other other film, video film? I mean, just incredible, ooh, incredible visuals. Um, I do think, you know... Uh, I think it maybe it possibly broke your mind, and that's okay. You know, not everybody can handle <laughs> handle the the uh, string beanie aliens. And Sean, maybe you just you're I... right. I might <laughs> I might just not have the mental fortitude mm -hmm. to handle this movie, and so it just breaks me. And I'm well. I we... wonder. You know what we should do? Hmm. We should get a hypnotizer. Yes. To hypnotize me and have me relive my experience <laughs> of watching this movie with you <laughs> to really process how I felt about it. No, 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 make it stop. Make no, it stop. I, I, I can't. I have to go cold, cold burrito. So gross. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're going to be so traumatized. <laughs> So this movie, this movie took forever to end, but <laughs> yes. dude, what is that shot when his, it's, the camera moves from left to right, and his wife is talking to Walken, but she's looking straight down the lens of the camera. Oh, yeah. And when and they're it's in after our... they have their whole, like, philosophical alien talk, and something, he tells her that it's a gift, and so she says... I think they gave you a gift. You better use it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, which he and goes and writes just, a mediocre just book. Kinda then, like suddenly, he's just like happy, and he's writing again. And then, like, well, he 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 realizes is it because that he, he accepted exactly, exactly, and that and now he has purpose, and he's going to use the gift to write a mediocre book and tell the world about the alien. Or creatures. Wait, wait, wait. At the end of this movie, is he writing communion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And remember... Whoa! <laughs> at the very, very end when the, the alien... Hey. I, I love that like little like alien face, you know, that pops up and he, and he goes, what will I... And he's looking directly at the camera and he's yeah, saying, when he, what when can he, I when call he, this When he gives the book? alien face a Reiki massage? <laughs> yes. And, and, and he, fondles the face without touching it? Yes. <laughs> He does the face off, you know, <laughs> the face waterfall, the face waterfall. <laughs> um, and the alien's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Um, <laughs> have you ever seen face off? <laughs> so 
they yeah he's asking like the the alien you know what what will i call this book and it's it's communion and it all comes full circle that's so exciting um are you gonna read the book you know near the end they get on top of an apartment and you said there was an apartment top freakout story that you wanted to tell me okay so um i mean yeah so last week so um a friend of mine or one of my friends so who's moving to oregon actually she uh wanted to do shout out to vivian if she ever listens to this hey um (laughs) she wanted to do like some things like specifically in philly um sort of like a bucket list but not bucket list exactly but anyways just you know do some things that um people have either she wanted to do or friends have wanted to always do and i was like oh i always wanted to go to the sky bar cafe thing sky restaurant in philadelphia and so there's this there's the Comcast building, which is they're like some of the, the newest skyscrapers in Philly, and there's two of them, and one of them, um, they're both the com quote unquote Comcast buildings, but they all one of them also has a Four Seasons, and at the top there is a bar of the Four Seasons, and it is the 60th floor, and I've been like, oh, well, I want to check that out, and so we go, um, to there and we get on the elevator and the elevator is all glass and we you, they kind of have to punch the number in for you it goes directly to the 60th floor it goes from zero to 60 um and so we're riding up the elevator and i'm like oh cool and then she sort of is like wait a minute <laughs> this is scary and so she freaks out tur- like turns her back can't see doesn't want to look at the you know the outside I'm like, whoa, yeah, this is actually really, oh, 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 this is really high. It's still going. It's still going. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, we're still going up higher and higher and higher. And you can see everything around you. So, so it's the 60th floor. We get to the 60th, we get there. And, like, we're both sort of, <laughs> like, almost crawling <laughs> out of the, out of, out of the elevator. And, uh, and we get, and, you know, it's this very, very fancy bar with this incredible view. Um, but it like, I couldn't really relax the whole time. I was able to like hang out and we had one drink and that was it. (laughs) I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Um, but it was sort of the, I had never been, you know, I've been in an airplane and I've never considered myself someone who is afraid of heights, but this was like, felt like airplane height but without moving, you know, in a building. And I'm like, this feels so unnatural and so scary. And I don't do not feel grounded. Um, and I was just sort of surprised at my reaction. And I got pretty, pretty freaked out. And then she was also very freaked out. And so we we're just like sweating <laughs> like while, dr- while dr- <laughs> drinking like fancy martinis and like trying to relax. Um, and then we asked, so we're like, okay, let's go. And we ask, you know, is there an elevator that isn't, all glass <laughs> and they're like nope it's the only way to get down <laughs> and so we go and they have to like punch in the number again for us so we don't really have you know there's like not you don't have a lot of control and so we both sit onto the ground of the elevator hold on to the bar and like look away from the window while it's going down but everything the problem is is that everything is also like black marble or like you know has a very shiny surface so you can still see like the reflection <laughs> of 
of the so it's just like we're just like closing our eyes and we make it we make it down and just like hugging columns and glad to be back on ground but um i just like i'm glad i'm glad you're okay yeah (laughs) thank you yeah i mean it was it was really scary i didn't know you were like a stuntman in real life (laughs) but people were up there like like it was nothing and then it made me feel like you know, it's like very, very, you know, rich people or wealthy people that probably do this kind of thing all the time. And maybe it's not scary for a lot of people and it probably isn't. But and I just started thinking about like, oh, you know, wealthy people, maybe like like very, very uber wealthy people or people that do this constantly or that like fly out of air or like jump out of airplanes or take submarines, for instance, to try to go see the Titanic. <laughs> um are like don't aren't scared of anything and don't have like feelings or <laughs> anxieties and so they like have to do very very intense you know things in order to feel anything and so they're like it's like oh human ingenuity let's build this insanely tall thing and have a restaurant at the top of it um because I don't feel anything in my life. <laughs> and for, but for someone like, like myself and Vivian, we were, my friend, who, we were just like, ah, <laughs> like we, we, we already are feeling all the feelings. We don't also need to go to the top of a 60 foot uh, or 60 foot, <laughs> 60 floor building um, and feel like, you know, we may die at any moment like every inch of my body was like what are you doing you're good you're killing yourself why are you doing this <laughs> and and um also we we you know i was like nervous talking to the guy to the to our bartender and i was like oh do you do you are you, are you used to it by now <laughs> <laughs> and he, he says he says oh don't come here when it's windy when it's a windy day and i I'm assuming that you can feel the building sway because it should, because it's, if it's, you know, to, to, it's, it's actually safer, you know, for uh, if there's a earthquake. Years ago. Anywho, that's my story. (laughs) I I looked at, I did something slightly (laughs) scary that probably isn't scary to anyone. Would you, would you skydive? (laughs) Hell fucking no. Hell to the no. You should. I did it once. It was peaceful. (gasps) Wait a minute. Um, What? Sean, do you, but you feel feelings and you feel. I feel feelings, but sometimes <laughs> my response to things when like adrenaline situations is to get calm. I don't know. Mm. I don't, I don't respond to things by like screaming and freaking out. I tend to get quieter and try to be more observational. I don't know. I, I found. Tell me all about it. I like... just found. So it was nerve wracking going up in the plane. And then I had the guy strapped to my back and we scoot out and, you know, kind of awkward sitting on the edge of a plane. Mm. But once we fell out, we free falled for a while and it was just, it was just so quiet. And then when I pulled the chute at, I don't know, a mile higher or however high we pulled the chute at, it's just extremely quiet and peaceful and the world, it just looked like a mosaic below. There was no sensation of speed falling towards the earth really and yeah it's just very peaceful i i was just kind of chilling with it it was nice i think you were but <laughs> yes I mean, go ahead. well you were able to let go of control i think that's like the main thing is like it's very difficult to let go of any sense of control yeah and so i've worked on that is, i let uh, my friend i let my friend tattoo me with no 
real plan aside from just like one reference image of like this is the kind of forest that I want. Hmm. And then I said go. Um Did, but uh, when I, I was going to say it was in New Orleans, I have a rooftop bar story. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I was in New Orleans. My dad had died like a month before and I was just on a trip trying to clear my head, get out. Um so I went there by myself. Uh second to last night I'm there, I think. I'm going to this local oyster bar near my hotel. Start talking to this lady from New York. How and... how many stories up in the bar were you? <laughs> well, no, this is on the street level still. Oh, okay, okay. So anyway, <laughs> she feels bad for me after I tell her my story. And mm. she's like, you should kiss me. I'm like, okay. And then we realize we're staying at the same hotel. So we're like, cool, let's go get drinks on nice. the rooftop bar at our hotel. And so we go out there, and I it's 20, maybe 30 stories. I don't know. Not, not a huge building. Probably 20 floors up. But it was really cool. Beautiful sights. Sunset. Looking out over New Orleans. Drinking. Not many people up there, so pretty empty. We're sitting on a, la- a chaise lounge together, making out a bit. Nice. Well, there was only one big cushion on this chaise lounge, and I'm sitting back by the recliner bit, and she's sitting on the foot end of it. Mm-hmm. And I believe she's cross-legged, and I might be cross-legged, 16 candle style, facing each other. Oh, yeah. And... Mm-hmm. Time goes by, we're hanging, we're having a good time. Towards the end of the night, little drunk, little drunk, the pillow had slowly been sliding <laughs> over the course of the night. And so I was sitting there talking to her, and she, she goes to move, and the pillow slides her ass over the edge. And so suddenly, her hands flail out, and her <laughs> Feet fly up in the air, and she hits the ground and rolls over backwards. Ah! And then it's like, what happened? And I was just like, oh, God. The the pillow moved. And that was basically, like, the end of our night. Didn't go into each other's rooms. Didn't. And oh, just that, called it there. That sounds but like that's it okay because that's also the <laughs> night that uh, the oysters ran amok with oh, me a bit. No. And so it was actually a good night for me to not have any company. Okay, okay. I was going to say, it and sounds that, like a great meat cute, you know? That's my New Orleans story. Did she Was she in any danger of continually rolling off of <laughs> the roof? <laughs> no, she could have three more rolls and she would have probably been in the pool. Oh, okay. <laughs> Aw. I wonder where she is um, now. Do you she have probably, anything else for she this She probably still, still thinks about that. Um, okay. Probably well, does, this is a, I still do. Let, check out this, this, um, well, I can't, I can't think of the word, but, um, um, I do have a question. Speaking of edges, or it's not a question, it's a note I have that said, that I gave myself that says, talk Wait a minute, let's see. Segway! That's the word. Check out this segue, Sean. Talk about the edge of cliff scenario. So we do, you know, we have our list of questions that we'll ask each other. But um, 
And I wanted to clarify the edge of cliff, like, oh, on the edge of a cliff, who would you trust with your life? Yeah. But for me, the way I think about it, it's not like you're hanging off the edge of the cliff. It's that you're hanging out with them and they and you're on the edge of a cliff and they might be the person that teases you and pretends like they're going to push you off the edge. Or they might be the person that, you know, like pushes you a little bit and then pulls you back. Or someone who, you know, what kind of person are they? You know, are they even, or even says like, I'm going to push you off the edge. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> like walk in in this movie, walk in as the type of guy who grabs your shirt and gives you a little push before pulling you back. Totally. And fuck that. I would not want him. <laughs> I would not want to be on the edge of a cliff with Christopher Walken in this movie. Whitley Strieber. No, thank you. I would be. In that scenario, now that you've clarified that, uh, the therapist, I, I feel like yeah. she would just talk to me like, now what does it feel like to be on the edge of a cliff? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think that has anything to do with your father? <laughs> it's like, oh, come on, therapist. It's- <laughs> okay. What is the, is the Korean version of this movie better? Can... can <laughs> Can they match this level of weirdness? You know what? I was I totally thought that I would never ever say no to this question that I'd always say like yes, of course the Korean version would be better, but I think it actually wouldn't be any better. I think this movie is what it is. This movie is so dependent on Christopher Walken. Yeah. It's like defined by his weirdness and then the movie just strives to match that energy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm sure there's like weird Korean actors, but when you, when you, one doesn't speak the language, it's really hard to read performances like that. Mhm. Mhm. Would you date either Christopher Walken or um I'm forgetting the name of Whitley and Anne, I think is her name. The wife? Uh you know what? I I liked I liked the vibe of the wolf guy and his wife. They seem to have fun chemistry together. Mm-hmm. At the first sign of weird shit, they're like, we're going home. We're setting good boundaries. So yeah, um, yeah. just put me in a threesome with that couple. That's pretty, that's good. Yeah, that's a good answer. I would date uh, the Christopher Walken character because he's Christopher Walken and then be like really depressed and upset in their relationship. <laughs> <laughs> He has great hair in this movie. He does, yeah. Yeah. He looks he It looks, looks good. like it looks like kinda he stuck his finger into a socket in the <laughs> middle of a wind tunnel. So it's kinda like explosion of hair and then wind swept back. Yeah. It's makes kind of a perfect cube. Can you imagine any other actor starring in this movie? Hmm. Craig Wasson. But I think it's because I just read, I just finished listening to a book on tape with him. Craig Wasson is the main guy in Body Double, you know? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm imagining now this movie with Body Double era Wasson and De Palma directing. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Could... It would be interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'd be a lot sluttier. Yeah. 
This aliens would have like imagine, giant Imagine boobs. what De Palma would do with a glory hole anal probe. <laughs> oh, I'm imagining. <laughs> and the aliens would have, yeah, big, big wet boobs. Um, would this movie work better on a plane, on a <laughs> submarine, or in a bunker? I mean, it's already like, well... No, it, it no. happened in the woods is where this needs to happen, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Would you want to see this movie as a theatrical experience, as like a stage play? Possibly by I'm gonna si- say, six-year-olds? <laughs> I'm going to say a musical adaptation <gasps> of this movie yeah. could really work. And- Full-on number with little noodly arm guys dancing in the background. <laughs> I mean, it, like in the style. I'm not, a mus- I'm not a musical man, but I would watch that. Same in this in the style of Waiting for Guffman. I've never seen that. Oh, oh, you gotta see Waiting for Guffman. It's there. Uh, you know, it's the same. Um, um. Oh, I can't remember any names ever. Um, who did Mighty Wind and Best in Show? Oh, uh, Christopher Guest. Christopher Guest. Yeah. Um. Uh, hit. I think Christopher Guest is hit or miss for me. Oh, I think you. But, I think uh, you would really. If you like, do you like Best in Show? <laughs> did, you, did you like that? I'm. Okay, sure so she... listeners, that was such Virginia, an Virginia and I have a shared document <laughs> where we put down our ideas, and we have a movie list for the show. And so, as she was talking, I just added to the list of Sean hasn't seen. I typed in "Waiting for Guffman." <laughs> And five seconds later, I look down, and I see Virginia's little editing bar going through to capitalize my W and my G. That was... Like, you have to save yourself. That was not even, like, conscious. <laughs> that was just a reaction, a gut reaction. I, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> Uh, so, oh, speaking of, but yeah, I feel, we're thinking I feel maybe better. for the podcast going forward, we could open it up to movies that one of us hasn't seen because we're hesitant to do so for some reason, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. or we have preconceived notions that we won't like that movie. So we might open that yeah. that side of the show up to that to give us a little few more ideas. And I will say, I feel much calmer now that the W and G are capitalized. Good. Do you like sports movies? No. <laughs> okay. There's sorry. Like, there's sorry, that, that right there is like, okay, there's so many I could show you. So I'm just going to put down, I'm just going to put down Sean defends sports. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Oh, well, I was going to, I was going to say, um. We need to we need to re-rank this and I'm really really hoping I'm really hoping that you're Oh, well we didn't rank it before. Shit, we forgot to do so. Oh, I gave it I mean I have four <clears throat> yeah, four stars. Minus <laughs> four stars for a communion. Thank you very much. I know that might sound insane, but uh, I really like this movie. Are you holding that? Yes. Wait, let me think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, especially seeing this like extended version, and now it makes sense. So I'm looking at the director Philip Mora, 
um, or Philippe Mora. Uh, I'm looking at his other movies, and he directed The Beast Within, which I love. Howling 2, which I love. Howling 3, The Marsupials, which I love. <laughs> um, so it does make sense that, um, yeah, he's got a lot of like really great movies in his repertoire. But, um, yeah, four stars. Love it. I've never seen any of those. Let's add the Beast Within to uh, um, Whoops. Yes. What did you? Well, what did what did you? Have well, okay. It? Here's the thing. Yes. I really had fun watching this with you, and okay. I laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very very funny. It's a very funny movie. But I'm laughing. With it. with it? <laughs> no, <add> it. <laughs> Pretty sure. If I watched this alone, I would have been bumming on it, I think. So what you're saying is, okay, well, how much, how, what is a movie worth if you watch it with friends and, it, and, and you have a great time as opposed to alone and you have like a bad time? I'm going to say this was... Uh, a four-star time with a friend surrounding a two-star movie. Okay. It's a two-star movie. But, 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 <laughs> but wouldn't it be two and a half, including the, the four-star with, because you have to include that four-star somewhere, right? I And the initial I, rating, because you can't really communicate that no, to someone I, who's just it, looking at the stars. Get it looking at the stars. I laughed. I laughed a lot. All right. Two and a half. Yay! <laughs> You're telling me there's a chance. All right. <laughs> next episode. Yeah. Yeah. What's next? I'm excited. It's going to be your turn, John, to host. Boy, oh boy. What am I in the mood for? So let's. We started with 28 Days Later. And then we brooded it. Brooded so it. There's two horror movies, and then we well, evil Don, deaded. Or, oops. Oh, I oh, clicked the wrong one. You there. checkmarked the wrong movie. Embarrassing. I, that's very, very embarrassing. I checkmarked Dawn of the Dead 2004. And now we've convenient. So we've largely, evil if dead. you call this a horror movie, we stuck with horror. I think it's a. You said something today that really surprised me. Hmm. I'm nervous. I don't remember. You know what? It's summertime, and this feels like a hot summer movie for me. Okay. Training day! No! <laughs> I don't want to watch... King Kong ain't got shit on me! <laughs> I don't want to watch training day. <laughs> training day! Ugh. <sighs> That's not going to be fun. Or maybe it will. I don't know. <laughs> training day. Okay, let's look at what we gave training day. Oh, well, training day, I don't, th- I don't know if I've ever rated it, but it's no, in our, my head I think it's you gave a four it, out of five. I think you gave it four stars, which is insane. In my head, it's a four. Is oh, this, yeah. this going to end up being like, oh no, this movie's really problematic. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh wow! It, 
the entire like the whole ratings it's like almost at four it's 3.9 on uh it's on... because it's a four star movie all right you're gonna like it you're gonna you know what you're gonna love it I might completely go 180 on this one because I did not. I hated it when I first saw it. You hated it? I hated it. When did you it. see it? Uh, like a long, it a long time, a long time ago. Like probably around around then. Yeah. I think it was. I think what I didn't like. Yeah. I mean, we can talk. We'll, we'll talk more next time. But it was like, it's, it's like so violent or something. But in like a. In intense, not fun way. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. We'll see. Training day we'll rocks. See. Well, I'm excited. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'll end up loving it. This is good. This is I, good because I, I don't, don't think you've, you've been skeptical of my movie choices before. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you've really hated a movie choice of mine before. Like 28 Days Later, you just don't like the, the second half. Well, there are movies on your list, though. I think you like Evil Dead, but just not as much as I do in comparison to the other movies in the series. I guess this will, yeah, this will be our first, like, I really dislike this movie. I mean, I don't really remember a lot of it. I just remember really the So, (laughs) all right. Okay, friend. That'll wrap us up for another episode. Thank you for, for, uh, you know given communion another shot and we'll you're welcome i'll see you next you have, time for training day yes do you have anything that you want to plug before we finish here nah um oh um oh i would recommend reading the book um the final girl support group by grady hendrix um, oh nice i started that one i i with book club and then i fell off and i never finished it okay yeah i like have almost finished it. I couldn't put it down yesterday. Nice. And it was uh, an excellent gift from my friends from Book Club. Shout out to um, nice. Noel and Ian. And they had it signed by Grady Hendrix, who I like. You got anything? Or any recommendations? Or um, Nashville CA? Nashville CA, yeah, we did, like I said, Seven Psychopaths and uh, The Nice Guys. Oh, and we're recording our 100th movie soon. Yay! We're going to be talking about uh, Alien and Sunshine. Nice. Yeah, my friend chose Sunshine. so Very cool. Um, kind of stole it from us, to be uh, honest. Oh, yeah. Well, we could. There's always we'll new. Do we'll do it later. There's always... always time to rip on Danny Boyle for you in the future. Yeah, there's always new things to discuss. Yes, yes. So check that out. That's still going. And then we'll do a uh, 100th movie. We'll do a special episode after that. Some kind of retrospective look back. So, but um, and that's, yeah, until then, I, I don't really have anything else. I was going to say, for any new listeners, it's Nashville, comma, C-A. And, uh, Thank you. That's a good call. Yeah. And uh, this, and this has been. A Virginia and Sean production. Um, this has been well. I think you're wrong with Virginia and Sean. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that was so fast. Well, Slow your ass down. God damn. <laughs> well, I think you're wrong. <laughs> okay, you're right. <clears throat> and this has been well. 
I think you're wrong <laughs> with Virginia and Sean. Till next time, a, everyone. <laughs> it was good. That was, was good. That was a brave pause. I'm proud of you. <laughs> everyone is turned off by now. <laughs> Long before. <laughs> from the beginning. From the first pause. Bye, everyone. Love yourself. Bye. Bye.